In the name of one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated, my brothers and sisters, and good evening. Welcome to all of you. It is so exciting to be here with you and to be with those that are joining us from home this evening. Welcome to this celebration. Welcome to this principal feast day. Welcome as we join together to celebrate the ascension of Christ. And it is so exciting to be here with you now. So for those of you that don't know, my name is Reverend Gerald Phelps. And my brother John, or maybe I should say my brother in Christ, John, we attended Iona Seminary together. And we are both truly bivocational. We are both still working and are not yet retired. John manages and oversees his family ranch, and I am a contractor primarily working on installing manufactured homes. And we were ordained to the diaconate together. And then six months later, we were both ordained to the priesthood. We were both assigned to our respective churches as priests in charge. Mine is St. Andrew's Corpus Christi, and his, well, of course, is right here, St. Christopher's by the Sea, this beautiful church. And together, we have both been experiencing a year of firsts officiating our first celebration of the Eucharist as priest, officiating our first baptism, our first wedding, our first Christmas, our first Easter. And these have been very exciting times. And today, another first as we come together, our two churches joining together on this feast day. And this is also my first service with a thurifer and incense. And what a beautiful visual of our, for our minds and our hearts and our prayers being lifted up to God. This visual image of the transcendence of our worship service, which links heaven and earth and draws us to the nearer presence of the Lord. So thank you, John. Thank you for graciously inviting me to a new first. My first time as a guest preacher. And I really like that title. (laughs) So this past week, as John created the announcement for Facebook, John asked me to send him a picture of myself. And of course, I was out on a job site. We were busy working, and I quickly scrolled through my pictures, and I found this picture that I had taken. I'm standing in front of our altar at St. Andrews with my Anglican collar on and a sports coat holding my Book of Common Prayer. Seemed like a very appropriate picture to send, and it's the, the one that we posted on our website when we got it up. Now, I'm not sure why, but for some reason, John enlarged the picture. 
Now, John didn't comment, nice picture. John didn't say in his best English accent, you look very dapper, which I must admit I do. John didn't comment on the stained glass window above our altar, which shows St. Andrew himself holding his book of common prayer. And I joke, he's holding a Bible. But no, none of this happened. Instead, John zeroed in on our wooden cross hanging on the wall behind the altar, just below this beautiful stained glass window. And John noticed out of all of these beautiful things, including myself, what John noticed was this electrical receptacle that is almost hidden behind our wooden cross. I'm glad my junior warden's here so we can have a discussion later, but. So John tells me, Gerald, I know the Bible says that there is power through the cross, but I did not realize that it was electrical. So John, thank you again for giving me a sermon title this evening. There is power through the cross. Now, I know what some of you are thinking, but Father Gerald, aren't we here to celebrate ascension? The occasion on which the resurrected Christ is taken into heaven after appearing to the disciples and his followers for 40 days. Ascension marks the conclusion of Jesus's post-resurrection appearances. It is what we confess to believing each time we say the Nicene Creed and the Apostles' Creed. We believe and I believe he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. But Father Gerald, what does ascension have to do with the cross? It took a human birth, a sinless life lived as an example for you and for me. It took peacefully walking to the cross to be crucified. It took death on the hard wood of the cross. It took resurrection, Jesus overcoming death and to open for us the way to eternal life. And today we come to celebrate what took place almost 2,000 years ago, Christ's ascension into heaven. It takes the cross to get to ascension. Without the cross, there would be no resurrection and no ascension. It is why our cross is empty and is not a crucifix. Did you know that? I was actually shopping for jewelry for one of my daughters when I learned that a crucifix is a cross with Jesus on it. And a cross is the correct term for the empty cross. So we are focused by looking at the empty cross on the good news on the good news of life through the resurrection and the ascension. Jesus is no longer on the cross, but today is in heaven 
with God the Father seated at his right hand. And there is power through the cross. 1 Corinthians tells us the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us, to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. There is power through the cross. The cross brings peace. In Paul's letter to the Romans, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to the grace in which we stand and we boast in hope of the glory of God. We have peace because Jesus died for our sins on the hard wood of the cross. There is power through the cross. The cross redeems. In 1 Peter, you were ransomed not with perishable things like silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Christ as a spotless, unblemished lamb. Christ poured out his blood for us to redeem us so that we can be made alive in Christ. There is power through the cross. The cross changes men's hearts. Second Corinthians. So whoever is in Christ is a new creation. The old things have passed away and behold, new things have come. Through our baptism, we are buried with Christ into death and raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. Our sins have been washed away so that we may live in a newness of life. There is power through the cross. The cross draws us to Christ. The Gospel of John, Jesus says, When I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. Jesus said this, indicating the kind of death he would die. No one can come to me unless the Father draw him, and I will raise him up on the last day. For Christ's love compels us, because we are convinced that one, one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but live for him who died for them and was raised again. There is power through the cross. And today, this evening, the power through the cross brings us together as we come to celebrate ascension. The power through the cross is Jesus, because Jesus lived his life as our example, because Jesus willingly and humbly walked the path to the cross and offered himself as our sacrifice for our sin. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, Every knee shall bow 
and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus, the power through the cross. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was at the cross, watching, waiting, crying, mourning, not knowing, not understanding what was happening. Mary was then with the disciples as Jesus appeared to them, resurrected from the dead. And I love this prayer that comes to us from our Thy Kingdom Come booklet. Mary, the mother of Jesus, you stayed with the disciples in those ten long days between Ascension and Pentecost. Still patient, still pondering, still trusting in your Son. Be with us now as we remember how Jesus was taken from your sight. Be with us now as we remember his call to share our faith. Be with us now as we await his Holy Spirit. Pray with us now. Come, Holy Spirit, thy kingdom come. This year, John and I have agreed to work together, and I pray that all of you will choose to join with us. And I know that my congregation had homework, and I hope that yours did too. I hope that John gave St. Christopher's homework. If not, you have about an hour and a half to get it done. The homework is to make your list for five people to pray for. And these can be any five people, maybe someone you have not seen in church for a while, maybe a family member, but especially someone who does not know the gospel, someone who does not know Jesus Christ. And tonight, at 8 o'clock, and each night for the next 10 days, and actually including the day of Pentecost, which makes 11, we will join together for Compline. And during Compline, during the intercessory prayer section, we will be praying together the short prayer assigned each day for thy kingdom come. And please understand, this is not a St. Andrew's or a St. Christopher's movement. Thy Kingdom Come is a worldwide initiative trying to join all Christian churches together, especially during this time for prayer. It reminds me of a a song, and any of you that really know me know that I love listening to Christian radio. But there's a fairly new song called Echo Holy. It's by Red River Worship. Some of the words say, A million angels fall face down on the floor. Echo Holy is the Lord. As John leads our Eucharistic prayer tonight, we will join our voices with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven to laud and magnify the glorious name of the Lord. 
And as we pray, our prayers will ascend like the incense. Compline is a prayer service designed for the end of the day. We began this tradition at St. Andrews not long after I had gotten there. We begin posting Compline every evening on Facebook Live. And it has helped us to stay connected through this pandemic and continues to be a beautiful way for us to join together for prayer each evening. We post to Facebook Live about 8 o'clock. And the idea is not necessarily to join us at 8 o'clock, but to know that it will be available for you to go and watch and pray with us at whatever time you want before you go to bed. And as we pray during these next 11 days, tonight, starting tonight, we pray thy kingdom come. There will be a pause as the leader says their own list of five names. And I encourage you to say your list of five names out loud. I am excited to pray with you and I am especially excited for us to see together how the Holy Spirit moves in our lives and in the lives of those that we are praying for. My brothers and sisters in Christ, there is power through the cross, and there is power in our prayers. Please join us in another new first each evening as we pray together, thy kingdom come. May God be glorified as we pray together. Amen. Thank mm-hmm. you.